0: And welcome to Box Cutters episode 236 Shut up What? Huh? Shut up My name is Josh Canal To my left, Nellie Thomas A
1: good evening,
0: viewers And to my right, <laughs> Brett
1: <laughs>
0: She stole your line, <laughs> Croppley
1: Yeah, evening, viewers uh, Good to have you here tonight, sir <laughs> Are you trying to imitate me? No, Paul Hogan <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> that's where the line's from I Yeah, but say- I've, I've never had, had an ocker enough uh, broad Australian accent to be
1: able to call hey yeah. that. Hey good evening viewers
0: that's, that's not ocker enough to be Paul Hogan or Nellie Thomas
1: <laughs> Hey, down <damn> boy See? <laughs> she's Oi. totally ocker Oi, Australia She's, she's Aussie ass <laughs> I am when I go home She's...
0: She's from the country.
1: When I go to WI, I start talking a bit like this. Oh, dear! I really do. do really? I can't bloody help it, mate. Start
0: saying Winnie Blues and stuff
1: like Winnie- that. Oh, I smoked Winnie Blues. I smoked Winnie Reds
0: oh, in the it- good old days. Get out of town. That's why mm. people are scared of you, Nellie Thomas.
1: Well, then I went to uni and started smoking Jatans. <laughs> that should give you some idea of my, my journey. And now I don't smoke at all. Oh, sad face. You
2: never went the Winnie Greens.
1: No, don't do menthol, and may as well smoke and have a bloody, you know, brush your teeth at the same time What's the point? What's wrong with that? It's you're trying to kid yourself you're not smoking If you're going to smoke, bloody go for it Isn't that
0: just saving time? Isn't that, isn't that like shaving in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> I don't isn't know, that? I don't shave in the shower and if you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Boxcutters Morning Show With Josh Canale, <laughs> Nelly Thomas and Brett Cropley coming up later on in the show <laughs> Kids <laughs> the show, with warts we got news, we got cans of coke <laughs> Icy cold, they are <laughs> Uh, we've got kids with warts. I wish we had cans oh, of Coke, though. I wish we had kids with warts.
1: You know, yeah, no, don't let me get into that. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I wish we
2: had cancer something, and then you went cancer Coke.
1: No, I really feel like a can of Coke. I'm not I even don't... a can of Coke drinker, but now
0: we've said it. No, See, that's no, how it a, works. I said can of Coke. No, that's how it works. Reach one, drink one, mm-hmm. snap it open, pour it down your throat. <laughs> uh, th- th- coming up later on in the show, we've got Geraldine Hickey coming in to talk about Kids TV. Uh, it's it's kind of before and after school, but it's not really before and after school. Mm. It's it's kind of the start of something. My chair just fell.
1: <laughs> you got to start yourself can on we, the word start. You're we, the first
2: uh, one to break that chair, Josh.
0: I know brand new chair, <laughs> broken with uh, my ass. Oh. New chair's the in the lovely. house at Triple R, just in time for the radiothon. Uh, it's a the uh, lovely Jesse Hickey. Yeah, Geraldine Hickey. We'll talk about radiothon in a sec. We will. I promise. Yeah. We will. Yeah. Sorry, know, I, I was just feeling
2: for you while you were p- picking yourself up off the
0: floor. I've eaten the pizza, so I owe them a mention. For Geraldine, sure. Hickey. <laughs> Geraldine Hickey. Geraldine mm. Hickey. Thank you. Uh, mm. uh, it's coming in to talk about... Uh, we think we're going to talk to her about demographics. Mm. So she spoke to a few kids uh, about kids' TV shows, and mm. so she's going to come in and talk about that. Is there a kids' demo? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Does that actually track that?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh they, yeah, it's big business. I can't,
2: I can't think of – is is that the under-18s?
1: No, they go like zero to three, oh, really? um, three to seven. I've never seen that breakdown on the mm. on
0: any ratings reports. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's with um, television and shoe sizes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah.
1: Actually, if any listeners have got an idea of another demographic they'd like um, Geraldine Hickey to talk to, we'd be open to suggestions. Could be old people, could be army personnel. Sure. You know, could be whatever. Old,
0: could be old
1: army personnel with warts. Guys with my new favourite phrase, Jufro. Ah, uh, well. Hey. Yeah. Starting in box cutters so studio. So just new for you. I've never heard Jufro really? before. Wow. I love it. Wow, you're it's so It's not racist, 70. is it? Is no, it's, racist? Off, no, it's okay. not. 20,
0: 25 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
1: love f- that. I think it's cute. I don't know what it is, but it's just a nice sounding it's,
0: word. It's what Is you, it just curly black hair? It's just, it's just a, a Jew with big curly hair. Do you have to be a Jew to have a Jew-fro? Yes, you do. Oh.
1: Otherwise, you're Otherwise just an just unkempt racist. skip. <laughs> or it's just a fro. Uh,
0: or it's just a fro. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Jew-fro is, is particularly what I have. Uh, and uh, Well, then now I love it for two reasons. Hey.
1: Yeah. Hey. Thanks. Thanks.
0: little story about my Jew-fro. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have one. Mm-hmm. So, growing up. Uh, Straight hair My brother Mm. Curly hair Always curly, curly, curly Very tight curly hair Mm. Uh, You know We we used to make jokes about him uh, Looking like Arnold Jackson Mm -hmm. Tight curly hair Yeah Uh, And me That was code word for a black man Very very straight So not long No, no, no Actually Arnold Jackson (laughs) Oh,
1: actually Okay, yep Actually
0: Arnold Jackson But not long Like sideshow Sideshow Bob No, no No. Just tight Tight, Short short curls. curls Yeah uh, and me, very straight hair. And so we used to get teased. Oh, how come mm. your brother got straight hair and you got curly hair? How you, get curly you got curly hair? brothers got teased and brother for that? Straight hair? Yeah, Kids will tease about anything. Weird. Yeah, you watch out. You're a mother. Your kid's <laughs> yeah. going to get teased about, you know, whatever. She'll punch back. Why, why do you live so far away? That's, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> oh. She'll get teased <gasps> heaps by me. 10 Ks uh, from the city. And then... Uh, and then... <laughs> and then uh, there's a photo of me at my brother's bar mitzvah, right? Mm. I'm 10 years old. Mm. Uh, straight, straight, straight hair. And then at some point, puberty hit and the photo of me at my bar mitzvah, Jufro. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just bam, like that. And that has been Box Cutters, episode and. Let me just
1: ask you one thing quickly. Have a guess. Have a guess. How do you think my hair was when I was a little kid? Uh, mullet. When I say little, I mean till the age of 16.
0: Mullet.
2: Mullet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> spike, almost spike, white spike blonde with, uh, with golden blonde. I wasn't
1: My a hole. Really, very long straight blonde hair. Didn't have a haircut till I was sixteen. Got in a fight with my mother. Shaved it off. Really, absolutely made into a wig. You had long princess in fact, pony. I very hair. rarely tell people that, but I will try and find a photo you can put on the box cutter site. Oh, no. that'd be that be yeah. a wonderful. Very people that you can't tell it's me. We're also going to talk about.
0: We're also gonna talk about uh, the uh, new show from uh, FX in the US. Louie, Louie. Louie. It's oh. Or we'll just sing the song. We could. We'll just do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some pork. We've got maybe some letters to box cutters if there's time. Hopefully. <laughs> Come on. Commit. Yes, there will be letters to box cutters as always. Though. Let's kick things off with the box cutters news. <laughs> Properly, you've uh, you've brought some news to the table that is probably the the biggest Australian news news of the week.
2: Mark Latham's uh, calling himself a journalist.
0: What a cock! Um, <laughs> That's all I have to say. What a cock! <laughs> and now with with a special comment, here's Nellie Thomas. <laughs> oh come on!
2: But it really is, and and he accosted uh, our our Prime Minister Julia Gillard uh, over the weekend. Uh, and 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 in fact uh there were there were different echoes of the a, handshake it seems it seems mm. old men and ladies mark mm. will uh, go in a muscle mm. up on with a handshake and, mm. and
1: that big pay wide, attention firm to me, grip. Pay attention to me
2: yeah yeah, um, yeah. he and,
1: lunged at jay red
2: and what well barged through the crowd mm. to get to her Crying out, Julia, Julia, Julia! Why, why have the ALP said that uh, I'm not allowed to speak to you?
0: Why won't you talk to me? Why? Don't have said. Why are you seemingly making up lies, Mark Latham? And why have you taken all this time away from clearly your hobby of hanging out at Hungry Jack's? To because <laughs> he's he stacked it on. Has he? porked up. That's what it seems like to me. Uh-huh. It's just, maybe, Bacon it's just double maybe maybe it was just the uh, camera angle. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but think he was particularly slim. Or he was slight. He was yeah, but he was taking up a lot of the screen is well Well he hasn't saying. got much to do. Well this is this is the thing. He doesn't have much to do except accost politicians now, it seems, and Channel Nine have hired him mm. to do that.
1: And I mean even their own Laurie Oakes himself, who is a Channel Nine Reporter? Yes, he was... Said shame on you. Channel 9 Star Wars. He, Yeah,
2: He was asked by uh, another Channel 9 uh, TV personality... On the um, news. Uh, if... Uh, if um, that's so strange. What's his name? <laughs> if Mark Latham. Mark Latham. Blanking. If Mark Latham, <laughs> blanking, oh, if Mark yeah, Latham had his, uh, his call that uh, Julia had uh, banned... Him from being able to cover it had uh, damaged mm. the prime minister, and Laurie actually said, mm. "No, I think Mark Latham mm. has has very much damaged the Nine Network because mm. of of what he's done there."
1: Damaged, I think he said, "You've damaged Sixty Minutes brand mm-hmm. and damaged Channel Nine by basically using him. He's yep. not a journalist. He's got an axe to grind. He can't be impartial. You know, short for he's a cock."
0: Yep. And si- Sixty Minutes are going. They they will be going ahead with the Mark Latham. Of course they will. Uh, This coming Sunday, I believe.
1: Despite their faux indignation and apology to uh, the Prime Minister of Australia. And as as
2: David Salter, uh, formerly uh, producer of Media Watch, said uh, on PM this afternoon, it's just hypocrisy on the part of 60 Minutes. If if, Mm. uh, this apology coming from Channel 9 had uh, any, any truth to it,
0: then they wouldn't run it. It's, it it really is uh, it really is bad. Uh, st- sticking on the Channel Nine news, there's a rumor that Win looking to buy Nine. Yes, that's um,
1: Win. The country station is going to buy Channel Nine. Well, the owner
0: one of the one of the biggest media organisations in this country.
1: But isn't is the yeah, rural yeah, yeah. station? The r- rural stations. And it's, it's bigger than that. So Bruce it's, Gordon yeah. owns <laughs> okay.
2: Bruce Gordon owns WIN, right? And uh, it's it's uh, the restrictions on media ownership mm-hmm. uh, that still stand in this country uh, that's uh, preventing him from owning all of the Channel Nine stations all the way around the country, uh, so rural and and the capitals. Um, but uh, if there's a change to that, if the Commonwealth scraps those rules that restrict the audience <coughs> reach, uh, then he's interested in purchasing, purchasing the Nine Network's East Coast stations. Um, which, uh, given that it's not doing particularly well and the investment company that does own Channel 9 having a bit of a tough time running it, uh, he'd probably get it for better than he would have been at any time that Kerry Packer
0: uh, held it. Oh, he's easily—he's mm. easily. going to get a bargain. Mm. But uh, can can anybody make Channel Nine work as a profitable organisation now? That's the well, they did that's once. The big question, no, but now, well, well, times have changed a lot. But seven,
1: seven was in the same position a few years ago. They weren't they? Now look at them go.
0: Seven have not been in that position for a very long time. Not about this 15 bad. Years. Not okay. nowhere near this bad. Okay, uh, and. Uh, you know seven were quite lucky mm. uh, in or or smart pick one mm. pick one she's it. channel 10 have been really lucky mm. channel seven probably smart channel 9 just hideously unlucky mm. I think uh, SBS well that's Sean Brown and in fact, uh, because, of, because they,
2: they loaned the money to be able to buy uh, the network, uh, the investment company are now in, di- in trouble because they, the, their uh, takings have dropped and they're having trouble just paying off the interest on those lines.
1: Mm. And do you so know why this is? It's because when they screwed us over on Sopranos, I stopped watching and it was all downhill
0: from there. I actually think that had a lot to do with it.
1: I have not watched Channel 9 again. Channel I'm quite Nine. serious.
0: Channel Nine started uh, to, uh, to to show that they had nothing but contempt for yep. a certain demographic, and that's the demographic that has made Channel Ten really successful in the last mm. few years. Uh, and the uh, kind of remainder has gone onto Channel Seven, so Channel Seven's got old people and young people. Channel Nine just has old people who don't know how to change the channel and uh, might not and channel have. Channel Ten have young people, disposable income, yes, for advertisers. Uh, so it's you know they've really shot themselves in the foot in uh, in that sense, and I think we're
1: all in furious agreement.
0: We are, we are. Do you want to agree some more?
1: No, I want another news item.
0: Oh, okay, well, uh, Queensland are, are very happy to announce that Steven Spielberg's mini series Terra Nova has been confirmed to be shot in southeastern Queensland. Mm-hmm. Uh, This is news from Monday uh, from the Brisbane Times. It's a 13-part science fiction series that's going to be all... I think technically uh, the term that Spielberg uses is dinosaurs and shit. Ripper. Yeah. That's the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spielberg went into uh, the, the bank and said, will you fund me? I want to go to Queensland to do a show about dinosaurs and shit.
1: So if he comes to Australia... Yeah. To do a show about dinosaurs and shit. Mm. Yeah. Um, does he have to use Australians? Does he have to follow those rules of Australian content? Well this is
0: a this is an interesting thing. We got a letter to box cutters uh, from uh, one of our listeners mm. saying that a lot of Australians have been nominated for Emmys this year. because mm-hmm. we we completely just ignored the Emmys because I think we're all because so George Josh didn't like the Pacific. The Pacific. No, we yes, We so we ignored I, the. I going. Specifically speaking, we we ignored the Emmys because they've just been so boring in the past. I think we we yeah. spent a lot of time on I, them. We talk we talk about awards shows. I did, shows, so, I so did much. see that letter
2: and uh, and, but, and did reflect on. I I didn't even look at the listings. No, neither of, of neither. I, I, Do you know I what? Can just I confess?
1: I I am very busy. Let me put that as a opening statement. But I didn't even know
0: they'd been on. Oh no, they haven't been on yet. Okay, I can hear you talking right? like I've
1: been on and I've missed them, a lot of, and I'm
0: feeling ashamed. But a lot of Australians have been nominated Terrific. for their work on the Pacific.
1: Ra- oh, Oh, uh, you don't like the Pacific? Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not good. No, no, God. It. Okay. John that's doesn't. It's got, do.
0: got. It's got nothing. Nothing to do. with it. A lot of Australians <laughs> have been. No- can you just shut? The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Australians <laughs> have been nominated for their work on the Pacific. So. When Spielberg brings a pr- production to Australia, he does use a lot of Australian crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily uh, in front of the camera, but definitely behind the camera. There's a, a that's lot of Australian crew. Sorry,
2: that's why they call crew. Yeah, um,
0: and I'm not sure that like I'm not
2: sure that they wouldn't be able to organise their own overseas people to come in and do the work. But it's just much simpler to use local people. I think I don't so think it's there's not a, an a actual restriction apart from okay. I mean, even the visa stuff would be if, if they wanted somebody specifically to have a visa to work specifically on that production. Um, I don't think they'd have too much of, too much trouble, but it does add to the cost of the production mm, to fly mm. somebody over. It kind of defeats the purpose of doing it over Why the Why would year. you? Well, yeah. one, of the, one of the attractive uh, reasons to do it.
0: Uh, and, Nellie, I know that, A, you're a fan of daytime television mm, and, B, mm. you have been very busy, so mm. you may have missed this very important bit of news. Mary Hart is going to be leaving entertainment tonight. <sighs> After 30 years. Mm. Wow. Is she?
1: Oh, my gosh. She's looks almost 16. 18. I know. <laughs> that is. I that, know. You've made my day. Mary but she Hart cryogenically has, frozen. She
0: has the best plastic surgeon in the entire oh industry. Oh, no,
1: that other yellow young woman's going to take over, isn't she? Who? I don't know her name. There it's has been a young woman that's. Uh, that, that Mary Harper younger. That's, that's if you said adjusted. the name, I'd know it, but I can't remember her name. She's a, and Mary Hart's off tonight. Oh, see,
0: I, I haven't oh. watched it in years and years and years.
1: I've been following the Mel Gibson saga. I'm just, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm totally stuck on it for, because the magic box records
0: it. Yep. And it's just too tempting. But yeah, it is, it's a terrible show. Well, there's been no final decision about Mary Hart's replacement okay. uh, as yet. Uh, but... Uh, you
2: know how much she was on? Uh, no, how,
1: how much? What was Five she earning? Mil- Five million dollars
0: a year. A year. Because I was just good. thinking
1: to uh, myself: imagine that shit being your life's work, but she doesn't care. Five million a year. Yeah, and, and
2: she <laughs> uh, she actually wanted to finish off at a particular time, so so she uh, did this last season at uh, reduced cost to the uh, the production.
0: Right. Hmm. Wow. That's. Uh I think that's fascinating. Other people who are leaving things. Jeff Goldblum is leaving uh, Law & Order criminal intent.
2: Mm. Regardless of whether or not it, uh, it is continued, because apparently
0: there's some question as to whether it's going to continue into a new season. And, uh, and uh, also uh, Dick Wolf, creator of Law & Order, said that Law & Order, the original series, Law & Order, is not coming back on television in any form whatsoever. Ever. What well, Nothing. Mm. so that claimation law and order that you were really hoping for oh. not happening
1: mm.
0: not gonna With happen Dougal. yes mm. <laughs> that's uh that's not gonna happen uh and just news in brief uh Georgie Parker yes, you'll hear about this earlier in the show <laughs> Georgie Parker what? what is joining i'm doing this just to confuse you Brett. Okay. Georgie Parker is joining uh, Home and Away. Is she really? As a new character,
2: she's coming into uh, to to sparkle in her own skin.
0: Is that what's happening? Rue Stewart. Wait, what? I know, I know. She was what? never Rue. No, she wasn't. Rue's Justine on play Clark. School. Justine Clark was Rue.
1: And Georgie Parker and Justine Clark aren't even of the same generation. I thought you were They're barely
0: say the same gender. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's I, weird.
0: I know. It's it's really it's really, really and like weird. Just saying
1: that- Clark's got this beautiful, you know, cherubic chubby little face and blonde hair. And Georgie Parker's got a very long, thin face. And I would say Georgie hair. Parker
0: is probably ten years older. Oh, than- at least. At least Brett,
1: can you do some she quick was, yeah. She was
2: on the uh the, the Baby Boomer team on uh your gym, wasn't she? Can
0: can you do some quick I'm I'm work? She's
1: gotta be in her mid to late forties. I mean she looks great, but she's gotta be into her mid to late forties. saying, Clark's what, thirty three probably?
0: Uh oh a li- little little bit older, you think? Li- yeah, little, little bit older than that. Uh she'd uh, she'd maybe be thirty seven. You reckon? Yeah. Mm. That's that's my guess. Georgina Parker, born 16 december nineteen sixty four. Yeah. Yep. That makes her uh, forty-six mm-hmm. this year. And Justine Clark coming at you now. Coming at you now. Born in nineteen seventy-one. Okay. Right. So thirty-seven, so seven, seven 38 thirty-eight, seven years difference. Okay. Mm. Uh, so that's that's news just at hand. Wow. It does make them different generations. Though it does. Just yep. use the, uh baby, and boomer baby boomer. Baby boomer. Mm. Uh, and in the most important news. All week. I did tweet about this uh, at the end of last week. Channel 7 and Disney Media Distribution bring the amazing race to Australia. Oh. Who's going to host it? Me. And I will also be in a team. You're quiet about that. Oh, my God. We I'll should put ourselves forward
1: as a team. The box is amazing. We would kill
0: each other. I'm in a team with you already, Nelly, And I'm Great. in a team with my brother. Yep. And, uh, and Brett, you and I are in a team. Uh-huh. Uh, I I'm, can't run very well. I'm just letting you know. Well, think about me. I've got to run with all these different teams and host the show. I don't care. I don't care who's in it. I don't care who does it. I cannot wait. It's being produced by uh, Active TV, who did The Amazing Race Asia. and I'm going to start jogging, uh, uh, just in prep, in case. You know what? I want Alan Wu to host it. Who's that? Is that Asian it's Phil? It's Asian Phil. I think Asian Phil should host it.
1: I think Adam Richard should host it. I don't. I don't know why I just
0: said I think, that. I think Asian – you're not aware of Asian Phil, are no. you? He's the host of Amazing Race Asia. Oh, okay. He's, his real name's Alan is Wu. great? But because we need to – because that gets too confusing, if he's Alan Wu and then there's Phil in the oh, American Oh, I one. thought you were going to say so that one's, dead, Deadwood Wu. So one's, uh, one's <laughs> okay. Caucasian Phil and the other one's Asian Phil. Asian Phil, okay. Uh, so Asian Phil uh, is, is a fantastic host. I think he should definitely – We're going to get Aussie Phil. Oh, Aussie Phil. Lucky Phil. Yes, yes. It's, I don't think he'd be charismatic he's enough. He's going to be Phil. Con the Fruiterer. That's who he's going to host. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Hello, gentlemen, we could do your race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to that now. I was, and now not so much. So uh, hopefully we can get someone from Active TV to uh, to talk about it. But so too much uh, to hope for, for actual Phil to, to be the host. Oh, I wouldn't want him. No, Why I'd want I? someone a lot more exciting, like Asian Phil, someone who's actually enjoying the job, like Jeff Probst, like Jeff Probst, <gasps> Grant Denyer, <gasps> oh, oh great, ah. Oh. Seriously,
1: I seriously know who I'd like to host it. don't even. PP Box. Um, it's about time they had a girly host. Andrew O'Keefe. At,
0: yeah, A-OK. Andrew O'Keefe. AOK would that have man, a ball with it.
1: People, com, other comedians are always surprised when I say this, but I think he is the best host on television. That man works with shit and he spins it into gold. He works very
0: hard. I watched it. He a, works hard. I watched hard. A Deal on a deal last week. Yeah. Uh, with the dance records? Still amazing. No.
1: He hasn't got a team of bloody, you know, underpaid comedians out the back writing his best lines. No. Like, he is just snappy, snappy Tom. He should host it.
0: Yeah, he'd be great. All right, let's get it Let's get it done. All right, A-OK for Amazing Race. And that is the Box Cutters News. Hi, this is Lawrence Mooney. I've been on the telly. And if you're into televisual delights, then there's only one show you need to be listening to, and that's Box Cutters. Get your ears into it. Joining us now in the box Cutters studio, we got the verbal trickster, the quick and slickster, the ball case chickster. <laughs> she is the hickster, <laughs> Geraldine Hickey. Ooh. All week I've been working on that.
2: <laughs> is that what you
3: were just scribbling on the pad? Just, yep. just before?
0: We verbal trickster, quick and slickster. You are the chickster hmm. and the hickster. I, think- I hear your sister. Thanks. Sixta. Yeah. <laughs> sixter. See, sixter to, doesn't really work. I was, I was trying something. to get
1: pole dancing in there somewhere, but I just couldn't it. Yeah, I don't know. Anything. Geraldine what? Hickey, welcome to Box Cutters. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, now, you and Nelly were having a conversation mm-hmm. when Nellie was talking about uh, our greatest TV characters of all time. Mm-hmm. And you said something to, to the effect of, uh, this is entirely third hand, by the way, listeners, Geraldine, you said something to the effect of, "Oh, I'd love to do some characters from kids' TV," and Nellie said that'd be tops. And then you said, "Yeah," and then came up with all these different shows, and then uh, ended up just uh, now we've got a list of excellent kids' TV shows.
3: Uh, yeah, basically, I watched a lot of kids' TV shows, and I've, I kind of I did extensive research amongst children to find out what they liked. By extensive, I mean I asked my niece and my nephew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, and I although also, it has to be said, Geraldine Hickey is something of a small child in a lady's body. Oh. Yeah,
3: I that's, know. I know good stuff. Yeah,
0: that's why I always take her lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Josh. give me those lollies.
3: You can have some ice cream. Sweet. It's dehydrated. Uh, so I watched a lot of kids' TV shows, and yeah, you're right. I am. So I what's do, hot?
1: What's hot and what's not?
3: Okay, here's the top two, right? Mm. And they're a top two for a very good reason. Uh, it's play school in Sesame Street. Of course it is.
0: See? Exactly.
1: Some things well, just don't change. The classics.
0: You, yeah. can't, you can't go yeah. past the I was, I was going to be very upset if you were to say In the Night Garden. Because that is the yeah. scariest show in the world. It
1: is for adults, but and I, for...
0: I, I watch like heaps of David Lynch and stuff. I'm and an
1: only do, don't even sing do, do not Because 'cause <laughs> I'll
0: go, go into a stabbing me, me, frenzy. Macabaka.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, It's Mac-a-packer, wash his faces. Stop! <laughs> the tumbly <boobs>. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It's no it doesn't it's... have a patch on um Sesame Street in Play School. At at all. All. It, it makes no.
0: it makes no sense except that it makes adults want to kill people. People.
1: No, it's designed by a linguist. It helps kids learn to talk. In all seriousness, really? like all the bah, 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 and the. Ma, 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 ma. Yeah, it's like so all, all these for... different mouth shapes. So like and the
2: Teletubbies are supposed to, to have. Yeah, yeah, it's some better spaces, than
1: Teletubbies, though. Much better than yeah.
3: Me. And it, I think like I've watched a lot of In the Night Garden as well, and I think it has quite a hypnotic effect. And, it does. Uh, yeah, I find it very peaceful and mm. and nice. But with Play School and Sesame Street, I think basically for. a a good, to, you know, a kids' TV show, for it to be great, it's got to appeal to both the parents and the children. Mm-hmm. Mm, and I think interesting. Play School and Sesame Street do that really well. Like, mm. on Play School, you know, they're, they're doing crafty things and parents watch that and go, oh, I could totally make my kids do that. And there's half an hour taken up out of my day kind of thing. Or you'll and have
1: the hots for at least one of the presenters. Exactly. Jay. Yeah. Uh, Alex Paps. I know. They've got a good cast um, as well. What's her name? Justin, Justin Clark. Justin Clark. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The the original Rue from Home and Away. Yes. As we heard. in the news, an original Rue? Well, I was going to say, as we heard in the news and then pretend like we had actually d- done that already, Brett, but seeing oh. as uh, you've ruined that part of the show. Yes, we're recording this before the news. And yes, you'll hear about it in the news.
1: Ripper. See, and <laughs> then <Didn't now> we <laughs> did this
0: last week. No. No.
1: And Sesame oh Street has
0: last week not <laughs> happened yet. Last week hasn't happened yet. Wow, that and that so brings trippy. us to the end of and Box
1: Cutters episode yeah. to Geraldine Hickey. So, and so Sesame Street for the same reason, something for <sighs> the Sesame grown-ups. Street
3: Very similar, but also because of the special guest stars that they have on that show. Oh. they're top notch.
0: Well, last, they like, last week we had uh, we had two of the. Puppet performers. Yeah, you had mm. uh, in into to, to uh, Sesame Street, and before people start saying oh, you can't remember their names,
1: Abby Cadabby and Elmo. Well, I was going to no, say Ke- Kevin, Kevin- and Clash
0: and Leslie Carrera, Rudolph. Yeah. But we know who they I remember really are. It's just yeah. during the interview, I did sure. forget yeah. Carolyn Parenti's name. Yes. And it was quite obvious. Mm. Uh, mm. And then people picked me up on it. Mm. And yes, I did forget it. Well, I'm not going to say it in that episode in front yeah. of them. No. But We're yes, pretty. I did. Anyway, so so we had uh, – the, they're on the show. One of the other things uh, about Sesame Street is that the humour is really adult humour. Mm.
3: Yeah. Like today I watched it. So Yeah, this morning I watched it. The special guest was LL Cool J. Or ladies, ladies love, love Cool, cool James, James. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was on it, and also they Going were doing. back
0: to Cali, Cali, Cali. <laughs> Going back to Cali. No, I don't think so. The,
3: but it's all the different, um, like the the offs officer shows that they do. Like today yeah. they had um, A's Anatomy, mm. like where Grover was putting oh, the yeah. alphabet back together, and you know they oh, things like that. Can I put this to yeah. you, Jezza?
1: And to everyone, actually. <gasps> you want to buy a bottle of hair? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? It's Joe and Cheek. It's going cheap. Quick, quick. You want to buy a bottle of hair? Oh, my God. Yeah. I loved it. I remember pissing myself laughing. Probably literally. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: come on. Wait, that have is you ever funny. seen Have you seen Twin Beaks?
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. and the, Twin and Beaks is
3: a great one. Yeah, and they also do The Twilight Zone as well. I can't remember what they... Do with that though, but but yeah, the, the amount of special guests that they have in it, you know, and even this year they've had like you know LL Cool James, they had um, uh, oh, they really just think Liz Lemon, but um, yeah, Tina Fey, Tina Fey, yep, uh, and whatnot. So everyone, can I ask you a question? Oh, sorry, can I can I say yeah.
0: if Tom Hanks is listening? If to, and, he, and, and is. he is, of he does. He, is. he listens to the show. Tom Hanks. Carolyn Prenti really wants you to do a guest spot on Sesame Street. Will you please do it? Will you do it for her? Let's make it happen. Tom Hanks, this is me to you. Okay?
1: His peeps are going to call your peeps.
0: That's, uh, that's, That's all I'm saying. It's about time. Did a guest spot.
1: Can I ask it, a question that sounds facetious and it totally is not sure. facetious? Do you remember in our day we're all mm-hmm. of, of a similar generation and mm-hmm. they had the big chair and Lily Tomlum? Mm-hmm. Yes. Was she or was she not playing a developmentally disabled person? Oh, that
0: just sounds facetious. Uh, see, see what I did there?
1: I, was, <laughs> I don't think she was. Because I thought she was hardcore... I thought she was oh, just really? yeah. she was acting no, like I a just child. I thought she was a little girl. Right. Yeah. See, I remember wow, thinking as a kid, were... wow, there's like a, as we would have said at that time, there's a spaz on Sesame Street. <laughs> Turns out it's just a grown lady trying to act like a child. <laughs>
2: but was that because she was big and and was being like that? Like a Because I, I remember maybe. having that kind of idea as well.
1: This went around our schoolyard like Tributaka. Tributaka, boy or girl, it? Lily oh, Tomlin, yeah, I spaz, that. not spaz. It was never answered. Really?
0: Yeah, because like in that, no, she was playing a little girl mm. in the uh, in the operator sketch. One ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. Yeah. definitely retarded. Oh, but, right, okay. But in in Sesame Street, no, just uh, just a, a little girl. There you go. I you've, think you've purely, but I tend to see the the pure innocence in those things. Like you know, I think Big Ted and Little Ted, they're just two teddy bears.
1: Yeah. yeah. What what else would they be? Bert Nanny.
0: I was just trying fully to... Fully homo, but Yeah.
1: Who's your favourite character on Sesame Street?
3: Oh, it's... That is a tough question. Like, going back to my childhood, mm. probably uh, a big bird. Mm-hmm. But now...
1: Because oh, you wanted a cuddle? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And Mr.
3: Snuffer Luck, Yeah, Luck, Mr. Luck,
1: Mr. That guy. Yeah, the, yeah. The hairy miss- elephant.
0: Mr. Bobalino is hold
1: well in our characters. It was Snuffy.
0: Snuffy did, uh, Big Bird did, uh, Kermit did.
1: And Kermit, yeah. But not like Elmo or no, Bernie or anyone. Uh, Snuffy, El- I think. I love was the Elmo
0: last now.
3: Up.
1: Elmo's great. Elmo kind of shoots me, but that's a discussion for another day. Just mm. too mm. You know, having a three year old, there's just too much Elmo in my life. Three and a half year old. <laughs> oh sorry, <laughs> yeah. Elmo's
0: three and a half. Yeah, no, Rose is three. Rose is also three. Yeah. Right.
1: They've
3: grown up together.
1: Yeah. Although she did <laughs> rename Elmo Vagina. Hasn't <laughs> she renamed everyone Vagina <laughs> though? Boy. What was it? Va- Vagina and Gina. Vagina, Vagina and Gina and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, oh my God. She goes, mum, they're sisters. <laughs> okay. That yeah.
0: makes, makes sense because they got the same last name. Oh,
1: right. But uh, please so, see Play, School's, Play School Australian show in your top two yeah That's and great. play
3: school also because uh so i asked my my niece what her favorite show was and she said uh she said she loved play school and i said oh why is that and she goes because they have a boy and a girl nice As oh look at her yeah i don't know where that came from but she liked having a boy and a girl and she said she didn't like watching thomas the tank engine Saw boys Saw boys she goes oh there's emily and there's I think there is a rose, but you know, you never even see her. But it's
1: just all boys. Welcome to Triple M. Yeah, <laughs>
0: my my nephew was watching a, an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine, and you know, it, it, the TV was far away and the sound was down. So, but he was you know watching it with with huge attention, and I don't know what happened, but it looked like one of the uh, one of the engines had. Uh, exploded in, in a way that blood and guts came out. Oh,
1: it's pretty dark, actually. And went, mm, and yeah. went
0: all over the... Mm. And so I couldn't tell if like it was supposed to be strawberry jam mm. or if it was supposed to be that the Fat Controller was mm. heavily wounded. No, probably and, the latter. And, yeah. and hemorrhaging in, in some way. It was a bit...
3: Mm. It can be quite dark, can't it?
1: It can be very dark. Oh, a lot of kids' shows can. Have you yeah. seen the new um, version, any of you, of the Magic Roundabout? Because you have Magic Roundabout when you're little. No, but John,
0: John's a massive fan of, uh, of, of the new one. No, of the old one.
1: I'm an old uh, Magic Roundabout devotee, but the new one, knobs on it. Oh, no, I have seen the new one. I it's didn't know cartoon. about the old one, though. Oh, didn't you have that as a little no. kid? I loved the Magic Roundabout. I not
2: give Magic, the original one, much. Didn't like it? No. I think I, I
1: just love the name Dougal, to no. be honest. I don't think yes. I <laughs> ever really liked <laughs> it. It was it. supposed to be
2: animation with models, but, mm. but just too much standing still and nothing happening. I don't I think thought it was cute. A, a was little bit crazy. like a, a model version of manga.
1: The Japanese how Okay,
2: don't get
0: much, but with animation, less in there. rape.
1: Mm. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, there's a lot. There's oh. a
0: lot in manga. There is a lot. Okay. There Any is, other shows? Way, way too much. So, so what? What are the? You said that they, they were the top two. Mm-hmm. What are the other ones that are massive, with the with the kids of today? If I wanted to be cool amongst the two to five set.
3: Yo Gabba Gabba.
0: Oh, that's a great show. Yeah. I love Yo Gabba Gabba.
3: A lot of people do. And do you know what? I'm not entirely convinced about it. Aren't
1: you? Mm. My daughter bloody loves it.
3: Yeah, yeah. A lot of kids do. It's um, too much
1: <clears throat> acid flashback type stuff, isn't it? Well,
3: no, I don't know. It's I think it's kind of the the patronising tone that it has. Do you know what I mean? It's Ooh, kind that's of that's a big call.
1: Do you think it, it's too much? So it's patronising the kids, like well, laugh, little kid, laugh. What, what about, yeah, my this name's
0: Josh that, and I love to dance.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's just <laughs> okay. There was one episode that really annoyed me, and you know how one little thing can just kind oh, of. Oh yeah, it was a one of the the pinky character one was um, playing make believe and saying, "Oh, I'm you know she was pretending to be someone else, kind of thing." But then it wasn't about how beautiful and magic make believe is. It's oh, don't die, lie to your friends.
1: Oh. oh, you
3: should not lie. And then they did a whole song about it. And I just went whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! She's just right. so a good imagination's time. actually lying to your own brain. Yeah, I like which is a thirty rock line. Yep, mm. there you go. It's Kevin Passer. I oh, no, I see. I I,
3: I see that. That's not know? good. There was a lot of, and then you know and it's that kind of oh hey oh. and and the way they try and teach kids about things it's it's kind of i think i find it yeah a little bit patronizing whereas mm. and it's also really simple things that they probably already know anyway
1: whereas play school you have to work for it
3: play school you have to work for it and sesame street mm. especially with things like word on the street yeah like today yep. it was unanimous mm. as if i would have known what that was when i was 3 years old but and the way they do it is you know really you know, like they're talking to adults. Like mm. know, they don't talk down to the kids, they talk mm, mm. they talk to them. Whereas I find yoga Gabby Gabba is very talking
1: down to the kids. Mm. That's important. Uh what, mm.
0: what about uh something that I, I was really impressed with when I first saw it many years ago is Dora, Dora the Explorer. Because yeah, it that's was a teaching it, it was teaching computer skills to kids. Uh yeah. and, and showing them how to use the cursor on a mouse and mm. uh, Yeah,
3: there's that and also there's that element of um you know, being involved in the show. And like that's, it's
1: interactive.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, oh, we're at three paths. Which one should we take? And then all go silent and they go, that's right, it's the middle one. And, like, that's the thing that I loved. You know, going back to your childhood, you kind of remember... Watching Sesame Street and stuff, and how much did you want to come out from behind that tree in the opening oh, credits, yeah, absolutely. or hang out on those steps, mm, or mm. you know, watching um, you know, play school and they are going into the we're gonna have the window, the, the window, oh, yeah, yeah. There. Oh, or in oh my room. face is in there, my face is
1: in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
3: you love that kind of oh, I could be on there. So with Dora, they you know they love that kind of stuff as well. Mm. But Dora's it's oh no, it's yeah, Dora's great though.
1: What are there any shows other than Yo Gabba Gabba? Well, not that you hate it, but that you really hate for kids, because there's a lot of shit made for kids.
3: There is, yeah, there is um, none that I can really think comes to mind. because I just watch the good ones.
0: I'd say I, I think I think High Five is uh,
1: High Five is atrocious. I, th- Actually, I think
3: yeah, you're right. But High Five is great for single dads. <laughs> <laughs> and that's clearly their target market. It's, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's great. It's great
0: for single dads. It's also great for people who just want their kids to be occupied for half an hour, but aren't really concerned with the educational component. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, to me, it just seems like it's great. It's singing and dancing, and it's a babysitter and, and active. But yeah, yeah. It just feels like a babysitter.
1: Mm. Whereas There's, Play School is guilt-free TV for your kids because yes. you know it's great. Yeah, you know they love it. You know, that's also not passive. Like, mm. actually, I watch my daughter watching Play School and she's literally standing up doing what they say. You know, they're like, move now and let's make a smoothie and she'll be pretending to make a smoothie. You know, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. It's get interactive, it. yeah. Mm.
2: So is, is Wiggles nothing anymore? Have they come off the boil?
1: I don't think they're on TV anymore, are they? Like, they oh, have no, guest they appearances.
3: they Wiggle show or whatever. No, they, they're always up there. Are they, they on a commercial
1: <clears throat> network? They're
3: on seven now. Are they? They're on seven. They've been on like on Nick Jr., I think, though.
1: They had their... Oh, yeah. ...and whatnot. Sing along, Nick Jr. I, I look, I reckon people, it's a bit funny. They're a bit like... You know how you get people who are, you know, real music snobs about mainstream music? It's a bit like that with, like, Snobby Parents and the Wiggles... Mm-hmm. Like I know I take my daughter to – she does this little dance class and the dance teacher's like, don't let your children ever watch The Wiggles. It's disgusting. And I just think, oh, come on, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Like I don't want her to watch it every day, all day, but, What a Captain you know, Feathersword. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she just
0: sounds like a total Captain Feathersword. You know, like yeah. sometimes it's just fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong with a big red car. No.
1: Nah.
3: I mean, at uh-huh. the end of the day, kids are just going to watch what they want to watch. Like, if you put them in front of something, they're just going to... You
1: know a freaky show that I don't like, but my daughter loves, is Bloody Little Grandpa. Grandpa in My Pocket. Oh, high fives, I work. I know. What is, what is Grandpa this in My grandpa Pocket? Grandpa shrinks himself and his freaky little grandson carries him around in, in his, his pocket. pocket.
3: Yeah, and they do oh, things that just, together.
1: That sounds like basket case. It's real. It looks like the ghost of Mrs Muir. Like, aesthetically, it looks like, like they're stuck in this kind of nautical setting. But with this shrunk
3: little grandpa, it's freaky. Yeah, it is a bit.
1: High five teamwork. that's Oh, and it the way. boy needs a haircut. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Like, yeah. high five, little, um, you know, spark off the tooth. Ding! Yeah. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah it's creepy. Weird. Mm. Blue's Clues isn't around anymore. That well, was a great show. I not seen that show. for a long
3: time. The- you know what they did with that, though? They'd have the the same episode for an entire week. Kids would learn through repetition, so ah right, they lazy was all I thought they would just just run a new episode and put it
0: <laughs> <down>. <laughs> well, Geraldine, thanks so much for uh, coming in and enlightening us on what the kids are watching. Oh, no
3: worries. clearly i am an expert as a single <laughs> non parent uh so I know all about kids shows well you've you got kid, the uh, you're a big kid yeah, and you've got the
0: time kid. to watch it clearly exactly i't I've got to go out and money. <sighs>
3: I'll do that one day.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Aunt Box. Oh, oh, are you gigging? Is there anything we can plug? Oh no! Anything? Uh, <laughs> this should. Any be. Hickster gigs coming up? She yeah.
1: comes to my house every Thursday. Yeah.
0: All right, look out for that, people. Jelly <laughs> Hickey, live out, at Nelly's house. Tickets at the door.
3: <laughs> Type five. Yeah. No, I've got nothing. <laughs>
0: Box oh. Louis is a new show from FX starring Louis C.K. Mm. Uh, created by Louis C.K., written by Louis C.K., directed, directed by, by Louis, Louis C.K., some episodes edited by Louis C.K. Mm. And starring Louis, Louis C.K. He was holding the beam, I reckon. I, I'm pretty sure mm. he was. Louis C.K. is, if you're unaware... A fantastic comedian from the United States uh, from New York City, and he had previously a show on hBO uh, which did not work. It was hbo 's attempt at a sitcom mm. uh, a three camera laugher, so they had a live studio audience uh, and it was about him and his wife and his kids and uh, and it just didn't didn 't work they tried really hard. And it was just a, a little bit shit. And since then, he's kind of been in the TV wilderness uh, and then recently appeared as a guest role on Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, he's got this show, Louis, on FX, which, as we've discussed before, Basic Cable, not uh, Brian Brown and uh, Brian Dennehy. No. No. <laughs> uh, is it even Brian Brown? Is it Brian Brown? Yeah, it's FX. Brian Brown. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Brian Danny. Yeah,
2: just just before or just after cocktail. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, was it uh, with, with uh, what's his what's his, uh, his rules? Yeah,
0: or was that cocktail? That was so close together. Like, that was cocktail. Or FX was one of them. Anyway, anyway, so Uh So this show this show appeared, and so I, I, I didn't have high hopes for it because even though I think Louis is is one of the greatest stand up comedians uh on the circuit at the moment Really? Uh, is he? yeah really? i haven't seen his stuff oh. like apart from the snippets in the show oh i'm not a big fan really you're not nah. a you're not a fan of louis ck's stand up of stuff really. does he do oh.
1: mm. he
0: does like he's a he he does... big uh, theater chris rock stuff. do you want me to ask it he does no he just does small small shows uh he does a lot of family stuff a lot of lot of stuff about his kids uh, uh, but in in a way that Reminds me a lot, you know it reminds me a lot of christine basil's oh yeah stuff like the, mm. that kind of oh you 're not supposed to say that about your mm, kids mm. you 're not supposed supposed to say that you don 't like your kids bit of a dark edge yeah mm. and and so i 've always kind of liked that uh, mm. a, about him uh, and i don't th- I should clarify i don 't think he's a
1: shit comedian like i 'm not kind of going oh god i don 't like him at all, um, but it's interesting you bring up the Christine basil comparison because I love like that dark, edgy, kind of critical sort of humour and Christine's really good at it. But what underlies Christine's humour, I reckon, is that you know you kind of have a safety net that it's obvious that she really does love her kids and that she really is a great mum and I'm sure Louis CK does love his kids. But I found this sitcom, like the first one I laughed at Mm -hmm. and I found some really laugh-out-loud moments and by the end of it I just was bloody depressed. I was like, this dude, like...
0: Dude, it's, come well, on! This is this is. I want to I, I want to separate out the yeah. the stand up from mm. from the show because the stand up is is very much a you know you're not supposed to say this but sure. I hate my kids, right? It's it's that and my wife in particular. And, well, before the divorce, not so much mm. about the wife. Mm. Since the divorce, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but the so the bits in the show are, are actual. Actual bits of stand-up. And so so this show kind of has that same Seinfeldiness of starting with a bit of stand-up and then going into some situation comedy. But there's no laugh track. There's no live studio audience. And
1: big chunks. Like Seinfeld, you get a quick grab. Like you might get a 30-second, one-minute... You know, a quick one-liner or a quick joke. Whereas um, the thing that was I found startling and at times a bit jarring, the stand-up segments were really long Mm. in Louis. Like like sometimes a third of the episode,
0: two, three, four minutes Mm. of stand-up, and and then the rest of it is is sitcom. Mm. Uh, I thought I actually thought you would really like this. Well, it's 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 dramedy. It's kind of. It's, it falls into the dramedy category of, uh, of bits of it are really, really funny and bits of it are really depressing.
1: Do you know but what? I really love, I love that kind of Giancarlo etc. et cetera, um, Christine Basil, um, Louis C.K. I love that kind of dry cynicism. But this felt like it was underpinned by like a thinly veiled anger. And for me, that is just—it stops being funny after a while. Like it's kind of like there's no redemption, and it just is like, oh man, you're just really sad, and you bloody hate everybody. Like you're just whinging, and are you looking for character arc
2: over the three episodes? For me, I'm
1: not looking for character arc. I'm I'm looking to not you know cry into my cornflakes. Like it is a sitcom. For (laughs) me that
0: for me that misanthropy has always been a a major part of of great comedy, that great comedy Mm. is is largely about some kind of hatred when I think back to uh, the – and because this is a show about a stand-up comedian, Mm. Mm. uh, I think back to the stand-up comedians that I thought were really, uh, really fantastic. And, of course, there's Bill Hicks, who, Mm. you know, the the misanthropy is there, but also uh, Australians like John Herivam, Mm. uh, where where there was this Mm. just bile that would come out Mm. on stage – that really appealed to me, and so Louis C.K. Mm. appeals to me in that mm. in that same way. Mm. Uh, but I don't think it's for everyone necessarily. I'm, I'm lost at the the sitcom. You didn't find it funny. You well, didn't find the show funny. What did you think of? I, I
2: found it as much a sitcom as, and and I think there are other parallels as uh, Men of a Certain Age. Oh, so it's it's kind thought, of an, an examination of, of of the life of an older man. And, and there are bits that happen to be funny and his job is to go and do stand-up comedy at, but he's still dealing with an ex-wife and, and kids and trying to date and all that sort of – I don't see it as a sitcom at all. You, you didn't find any of it funny?
0: because f- there, there are moments but it, I don't think it's made as a sitcom at I think all. It, I, I thought it was laugh out loud funny. Oh, the I,
1: first episode I, – and, and I don't often do this but I was actually laughing out loud – but I guess um, by the third one, two things shut me. One, he repeated a bit of stand-up and I thought, hang on, mm-hmm. you're only three episodes in. Surely you've got more stand-up than that that you don't need to be repeating it. But two, like the cynicism, I, know, I, I, know what, I don't quite know how to articulate because I love Bill Hicks. I love that kind of stuff. But the cynicism bloody wore me down. Like by the third one, it, wore, it made me go, I don't want to watch anymore.
2: I found it more uh, a commentary or an examination of – of uh, the the culture in in where he lives.
0: It's like we all watch different shows. Mm. <laughs> it's 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 hilarious. I tell you, you what
1: I did love and I bet you loved it too though. I really did love for a range of reasons the discussion about the word faggot. Yep.
0: Started this, loved episode. this is what I wanted to to mm. talk to you about because that's the it's it's the sort of thing that we don't see very often which is this is exactly how comedians talk. Yeah, absolutely. And not mm. not very many people get to get mm. to see that and uh, we talk a lot, you know, b- behind the scenes about the big mm. comedy house, how mm. comedians are all friends and they all live together in this big mm. comedy house. Uh, and, and
1: say really, like, outrageously revolting and, things. And they try to mm. say the worst things mm. they
0: possibly can. Which is – and
1: I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not opening this up, but I'll just tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Catherine Devney's tweet about Bindi Owen because when I heard about that tweet, I thought, oh – she thinks she's backstage with a bunch of yes. comedians.
0: Yes, she thinks she can say that in public because she's, she's a
1: whole different thing, and it's completely different. And same with the faggot discussion, which yeah. was fascinating.
0: Yeah, there are things that you and I have deleted in our emails, Melly <laughs> Thomas. That, <laughs> Many uh, things uh, that you know, it, and that's and that's the sort of thing that comedians get get mm. to, and so we don't we don't get a view to into those convers- mm. conversations very often. And that poker game scene mm. is genius at mm. the start of of that second episode, and I think that's what this show this show that's what this show gets for me. It's insights into a life that we ordinarily would not see: the mm-hmm. life of the single parent, the mm. life of the single parent who works nights, of uh, the lonely. Uh, Middle-aged man who does not shirk his responsibilities mm. uh, of uh, of people who this is all they've got, mm. and it's kind of it reminds me a little bit of uh, of Roseanne, mm-hmm. where you know n- nothing was really glamorized in Roseanne, mm. and nothing's really glamorized in uh, in, in Louis. You know, <laughs> when when he looks back at his his former girlfriend or the, the girl that he had mm. a crush on. When he was uh, when he was in high school, mm. and thinks about what she'd look like now, mm. and then we see what she really looks like now, and we just go, "Oh, that's right, it's reality." Yeah, this is this is what reality is, and I think that's what and we're getting from. They still do it, and they still do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's and so I found I found that really refreshing. Mm.
1: I think it, Roseanne again is a good um, example, and it could be it, it could well be that I'm just getting older, you know, but. I When I watch Roseanne, for example, I love the dry humour. I love the cynicism. I love all of that stuff. But I also find a real safety in the fact that I ultimately believe that she's happy and with despite all the faults in her life and all the problems, with Louis it's just like, oh, man, this is – this is not good. But people, people aren't happy 100% know, of the time. I know, I um, know. And especially
0: comedians.
1: I know. Maybe I have too much of that in my normal life. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what it is.
0: Another thing yeah. I,
2: I, I thought looking for parallels, looking for – because I, somebody asked me yesterday what it was like and, and they went, oh, like Seinfeld because it's got the stand-up bits with, with the rest of yep. it around it. But it's not at all. Um, but a less – Without the neuroses, uh, it's just like Curb Your Enthusiasm.
0: It is, it is a lot like Curb Your Enthusiasm, except it's scripted and, uh, and has jokes in it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can take I that, you, Larry David. Bam! My
1: favourite joke in his um, stand-up, which I just thought was a beautiful piece of writing, was about the country girl and the homeless guy. Um, When he's talking, basically a country girl has come and he's making fun of her. Like, oh, she's such a, you know, look at this little hit girl. She doesn't know what she's doing. And she tries to help out the homeless guy. She's genuinely shocked by his need. And he's reflecting on all of us kind of going, what a weirdo. Like, what does she think she's doing? And, of course, obviously we're the ones who are behaving abnormally in being able to ignore a human being in need.
0: Mm. I I thought, I, I know that because uh, I'm going back to earlier when you said he reuses a bit of stand up, mm. they're two different bits, though. Like, they're, they're the same bit, but they're different. It's the yeah, same but words. It's, I just thought it's it the was the same, it's the same joke. No, but the felt lazy. You, but you're being like the also, audience
2: that says, oh, I saw that last time you did
0: that show. And this is and this is the thing, no, he I'm not uses completely different, he uses the same bit of stand up because comedians use the same bit of stand up, A and B one it's in kind of an interstitial where it doesn't flow into a storyline and the other it flows directly into the storyline he gets we see him get come off stage go to the bar uh it's the end of a gig rather than uh he is just a little bit of stand up uh to set the scene mm. if if you know what i mean i think i, I think it's a really it. i think it's an interesting use i mm. loved it I've Mm. I've seen the entire series now, and uh, because I I go to America every week, and uh, I've seen the entire series now, and it has just been signed for a second series of thirteen episodes.
1: What a surprise was it when Ricky Gervais popped up?
0: That was weird. What? What? He appears in the second episode. It was a real shock because third episode. episode. Because everyone else, for for me, it was really weird because all the other comedians are comedians. Mm. And here we've got a comedian playing a dentist. Yeah. That was just weird.
1: It was very but also the um uh the production values were, were pretty low, I thought, on on Louis as a rule, like compared to other American sitcoms. And well, it's almost like I didn't expect someone of Ricky Gervais' stature to be in it and all of a sudden he's in it and I'm going, How'd they afford you? Well I think like that's was, I
2: think that's actually just just the the reputation that Louis CK has that
1: you mm, can ask. Well it must be.
0: Buddies that that mm. are big, big internationally for, for a favour, mm. and they'll do it mm. because they want to work with him. Mm. There is a there is a great moment in a later episode that reminded me of a story that you've told off mm. air about a heckler, mm. uh, and he has this great uh, th- this great scenario mm. with mm. a heckler where he just gives her the news. Mm. Uh, I don't know. To me, it just it seems like I, I know it's a comedy and I know it's fiction, but it also mm. seems so real. Mm. That uh, it just it it appealed to me. It appealed to me a you lot. Love I, you love it. You love it. I really really love it. I you was want to marry it. I do. I mm. totally want to marry <laughs> it. I was hanging out every week for for a new episode. And I'll date it
1: occasionally. Oh, oh,
0: that's nice. So right. we could double date. All sometimes. right. Cool. So was was that poker conversation a
2: one off or are they are there moments like that through the remaining? No, episodes? that's
0: that's a that's a one off. Because uh, uh, out a, of the three that
2: we watched, that was also the one bit that was before the, the opening titles.
0: Yeah. He, he plays around with it and it's obviously there's there's a lot of experimentation.
1: I'd love to make every comedian I know who uses words like faggot as though they're just hilarious watch that. I know. I'd love to make him watch that and it's actually great. listen and think about it.
0: Uh, Louis will be appearing on Australian screens on one of the Foxtel channels. I'm guessing Showtime, but could be Fox 8. Sorry, showcase. I'm I'm guessing cable here. Showcase. uh, You're going to at the the standard of uh, Fox Eight would be the the same standard. Uh, But uh, so Fox Eight or Showcase. Showcase tends to get the good stuff though. Uh, I'm not sure, but look out for it. Uh, It's called Louis L. Look out for the old nude lady. Oh yeah. Look out for everything. (laughs) I loved it. The other two. Eh. Eh. What was with that helicopter?
2: I have, I have a letter for you.
3: read it? You're a godsend. Save you. No, I'm, I'm just the postman. The postman. The postman. The postman.
0: The postman. We've had some letters to box cutters come through, and uh, a lot of them I've just responded to personally because it's taken way too long for us uh, to have an, a letters to box cutters segment. So, sorry about that. But, uh, as alluded to earlier, Jet Girl uh, writes in and says, Hey guys, I was pretty disappointed that you didn't mention anything about the amount of Emmy nominations that The Pacific is up for this year, particularly considering how many of the Australian crew involved in the production are up for an award. It's a true testimony to the talent in our film and TV industry. Oh, and by the way, Josh, being in the audience for Letterman might have been quite excellent, but hot damn... I'm going to the Emmys.
1: Oh. Jet Love girl, do you need a date?
0: Great excitement. Well, I believe her date is, because I've, I've been in uh, in, in uh, correspondence with her, seeing if maybe she wants to report on the Emmys <sighs> for, for box cutters. Yeah. Uh, and she already has a date because her, uh, her man, her man lover. Yeah, whatever. Is, uh, is up for an award. I can so. wear a suit. Which one? Uh, Prosthetics, I think. Mm. (laughs) For strap-ons.
1: Oh, great crop! Yeah,
0: prosthetics and makeup.
1: That is a what they are. What is it? Um, Strap-ons. If you smoke this,
0: Uh, if (laughs) if you you smoke smoke one
1: thing, thing, there it is. If you smoke one thing. Uh,
0: Yeah, he was. uh, Prosthetics and, and makeup department. He doesn't uh, necessarily count as an Australian though, because he's an expat American. And but
1: has Jet Girl offered to report?
0: She's actually offered to uh, to try to wrangle someone up who is possibly up for an award. So she's going to uh, try to speak to some Australians. Over Thank there you, Jet Girl. She's so going to get some footage so we can put it on the video podcast. There is no video podcast. You're confusing people. You're confusing Nelly's friend.
1: She stopped listening because she confused her so much. She wasn't Thanks, Thanks bro. listening. She was.
0: Not only no, has she stopped listening, she keeps walking into walls. <laughs> she doesn't know what's going on.
1: I'm in the room. Elena, no, not you, Nelly. No, no talking She's about your my friend. friend, it's
0: the same thing. Oh, re- oh. Oh I get it. This is your friend. <laughs> is that is that it? <laughs> You're <were> confused. <laughs>
2: did we didn't we explain Brett, you've, that? Got a, you've got you've uh, got David Boxcutter says, Dear Boxcutters. As you guys, as you guys regard it as a classic a classic. I decided to watch Lost from the beginning. I actually did watch the first episode when it first aired on Australian TV, but stopped watching because it was so bad. I thought it might be better upon rewatching, but I basically had the same reaction as the first viewing. I'm trying to persist with it, but perhaps you can explain a few things, Josh. One, the aircraft has been ripped into hundreds of pieces and strewn on a beach, yet parts of it spontaneously explode with great force, even though it is a tangled wreck Tangled wreckage, seemingly bereft, bereft of any explosive potential. Okay, first, can, can, I, can I explain that? Is that, is that finished? First <laughs> it is the jet engine whose turbine is spinning in the wind. Later, a section of aluminium falls near the fat guy and the pregnant woman and then explodes into a giant fireball, even though it's just a section of aluminium and, one would assume, not made of nitroglycerin mixed with TNT and petroleum. Josh? Uh, magical Island.
0: Next, two.
1: Hang on, can I just clarify something? Because I believe I was included in the use guys at the beginning. I, too, like David I watched one episode, didn't like it, and have never seen another episode.
0: I know, and my brother is going through the series, and you will get it when he's okay. done.
1: I'm just saying, I'm just saying, All right. I've stop never rushing him. Being a champion.
0: Stop rushing him. Of it. Stop I'm, rushing my brother. I
1: rushing? I thought oh, okay. I was rushing David. Oh, I, was no. I'm okay. I was
2: addressing Josh because I think he's got the answers. Okay. Okay. Number okay, two. So, number one, Magical Island. Yeah, number two. Why? Is Adam Sandler's character the least funny of all the characters? Is he trying to ditch the comedian stereotype and become a
0: serious actor? Uh, Is he talking there about Jack? I I think, Is he mixing up. I I think I think so. I think so. I will uh, I will say, yeah, uh, Magical Island. <laughs> hmm. Next, Next number three later.
2: They take shelter from the rain under parts of the plane. Aren't they worried about spontaneous explosions, given the previous
0: behaviour of the aircraft? Uh, No, because they've all signed contracts to last throughout at least that season. Magical Island. Magical Island.
2: Four. Thank you. Is the rest of Lost just screaming and loud sound effects, or does it get better?
0: No, it gets better, and you know why? Why? Magical Island. Now, here's, here's the thing about... Uh, the first episode of lost it's it is very different to the rest of the series yeah david bucks it. rule of 3 yeah well first listening long enough you know it's a firstly, rule of 3 yes, rule of 3 secondly Magical Island. uh thirdly uh if you uh if you read uh desperate networks which we've talked about on uh, on this show previously mm-hmm. uh and Uh, by Bill Carter. Excellent, excellent book. You can buy it through the Box Cutters store. Remember that? Yeah, we still have it. It's like boxcutters.net. Click on the uh, Box Cutters store, buy some stuff, give us money. That'd be hot. Uh, If you read Desperate Networks, there's a a full uh, description of everything that went on with Disney and ABC and J.J. Abrams and the creation of that pilot episode of Lost and how so many different teams worked on it in the in the build-up to it, and so much money was spent on it uh, because of just the, the political uh, environment that, that was around it at the studios at the time, uh, it it does become a completely different show. So, no, the, the rest of Lost is not just all yelling and explosions. It's uh, some wonderful storytelling uh, with a need for some suspension of disbelief. And uh, to further cement that theory home, I will say Magical Island. Oh, apparently theres uh, there's been some new footage released
2: uh, that explains oh, the yeah, airdrops of the I, the food.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, there's there's going to be some extra... I'm so excited about this. Any new bits of Lost that could come my way, a little... Just eat it, Mine.
1: Have you rewatched uh, it right through?
0: A few times. Hmm.
1: So, uh, Lost is for you what the, the wing is for me? Uh,
0: yeah, kind
1: of. Like an old, you know, I'm stressed at the moment, I'm busy, I'm I'll back on the lost. wing. I'm back on yeah, the wing. Yeah,
0: I'll do, I'll do some Lost with uh, with commentary. Yeah. Uh okay. that's, that, that's what I'll do. Uh, but yeah, so, so for season six, uh, the season six box set, uh, there's going to be uh, some new footage uh, of uh, Ben and Hurley. That's all I'm going to say because Nellie hasn't seen the show and I don't want to ruin it for her. Mm -hmm. Daniel?
1: Was David?
0: No, no, no. I'm telling Daniel, my brother. You're not not spoiling (laughs) it for him either. No, I'm not spoiling it for him either. Uh, But, you know, there'd be a lot less to spoil for him if he kept watching more of it. If I was going to watch one thing this week and I was my brother Daniel, I would watch uh, more episodes of Lost so that Nelly could get the the discs.
1: Have I made him feel guilty enough? I think I have. Is he going to listen this far in? Oh, yeah. He listens every week. We'll know if he didn't.
0: Yeah, he he, he listens every week. It was his birthday last week. Uh, So, you know, I didn't want to say anything and ruin that for him. Happy birthday! That's over. That's over. Brett, what would you watch if you were going to watch one thing? I would
2: watch... uh, No, it's quite a political thing. Uh, Population uh, question in this country at the moment. It's Dick Smith's population puzzle on ABC1 at 8.30 on Thursday nights, followed by Q&A's population debate, uh, which uh, I I guess is a a little like uh, when Tony Jones hosted that uh, uh, sceptic, um, mm. doco about global warming um, and then had the uh, the in-studio debate later on. I, I suspect it'll be like that. I, um, I wasn't mm. sure until uh, during the day today what uh, Dick Smith's uh, perspective was. He's uh, against uh, keeping immigration levels as they are and uh, and sees problems with unplanned
0: expansion. What a of, surprise uh, that Dick Smith's got an opinion country. about something. Yeah. Yeah. I was, Thomas.
1: You know what? I was going to choose that exact combination today and I thought, Brett Cropley will choose that. Oh, yeah. I'm Going to, I really did. Well. Um, so I chose my second choice, which was I saw a fabulous young actor called Sandy Greenwood in a play this week, and I googled her and found that she's on a show that I've also enjoyed in the past called the Mangrook Footy Show, which is uh, an all footy show. And that is, I, think, on a I think you're saying that wrong. I think it's
0: Abergiginal. Aber- Aborigiginal. Ab- 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 Aborigiginal. Ab-
1: You're Ab- Um Thursday, the 12th of August, Channel 31 at 7:30, Mangrook Footy Show.
0: Check it out.
2: It's the uh, antidote to the footy show on Channel
0: 9. Oh, completely different. Like they actually sure. talk about footy. Yeah. And I'll be watching Sunday night uh, at 7:30 on Channel 9, 60 minutes <laughs> uh, just <laughs> to that see. Hack that hack just to see how much Mark Latham is not a journalist and I will say for the record I loved Mark Latham and really thought he should have been Prime Minister and now I'm really glad that he wasn't mm. it's, it, it's sad it's, it's a very sad time for, for me because I was sticking by him through, through a whole lot but he really went journalists as hacks
2: and, and you know just bad oh. people when he was in oh, politics yeah, yeah, yeah. and now he's completely
0: like he's he's become the worst of the worst can type we say of it in unison journalist Cock. Cock. Uh, and when I say I'll be watching that, I actually mean I'll be watching the Eels uh, live at the Palace in Melbourne. Ah. Uh, but mate, no, the I'll Parramatta take... Eels. No, not the Parramatta Eels. going to watch uh, No, Mark Oliver Everett and his band, the Eels, or just Eels. Whichever you could prefer. Isn't it just E? Lead, uh, whichever it is. My brother, my lovely, lovely brother, is taking me to see that. Nice. Uh, so he Will can he take... be
1: finished with Lost by then?
0: I don't care. He can take as much time as he wants, <laughs> Nelly. As much time as he wants.
1: Hey, um, when I cast my
2: pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table.
0: That brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode two hundred and thirty six. Mm. Anyone have any pork? Not nah. really. Good until next week. I want to say thanks so much to Geraldine Hickey for coming in and enlightening us on children's television. You can see her at Nellie's house on Thursday. Thursday, And
1: she's being very modest. I'm oh, sure you. tickets at the door, Nellie. Look at my place. depends who's coming over. Uh, if it's mm. me, she charges me 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I charge you a season of Lost. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe we can uh, I mean do 50 a, a list giveaway
2: minimum. in weeks to come.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great idea, yeah. Brett. Let's give away my personal home address to our <laughs> listeners. No, no <laughs> not to all of really
2: them. <laughs> just, just to the one that wins.
1: <laughs> if Jet Girl will take me to there, Emmy's, she can come over. That's for shizzle. Okay. Jack um, girl
2: You're in that you yeah, in the running you're For that in. competition uh, <laughs> yeah. Send us an email At the <laughs> <array of folks laughs> Geraldine
1: Hickey You should look out In local comedy guides Because she was being A bit modest before But she's a regular On the Melbourne comedy circuit And she's she ace and she's The she's local Dennison really, Kilda She's really good. She would wonderful. be she would probably yeah. yeah Probably She yeah. is a shit hot stand up she's, yeah, she's really good She's really good, good. Yeah. Oh
2: is, is Loz still doing uh, the, the SB Sunday night thing? I have no idea. Because somebody's put him in the gig guide every single week. And, and I saw the second week and I'm not sure that he was going back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure If if somebody
0: can confirm Let me know If there's 80 bucks in it I'm sure he would
1: Now he's got that Sorbonne ad He's just Look
0: at him Look at him go Peeking and
2: choosing Mm -hmm. Peeking and choosing He's got the special Hidden room out the
0: back Until next week My name is Josh Canal.
1: I'm Nellie Thomas
2: I continue to be Brett Croppley Thanks for listening To Box Cutters Catch us again next week Same bad time same bad channel What's with the sighing And hey No I was just Getting my breath back
0: Let's be careful out there (sighs) Huh <sighs> BoxCutters thanks 3 rr whose studios we use to record this podcast pretty much each and every week. Find them on the web at rrr.org.au or 102.7 FM if you're in the Melbourne metro area. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go onto the iTunes Music Store or anywhere else you find us and leave a review. It will help other people find BoxCutters and then they can enjoy it too. Email us at hooray at boxcutters.net or via SMS on 0458 That's 0458 Cutter. Hey, now so you did some of your own vox pop for uh, for Geraldine's yeah for, for Geraldine's segment. You you asked your own uh, access to children.
1: I made my own human you made, so that
0: I could put her on is, box cutters. That is a lot of prep. It, well, it really that did. Is, it took. It's taken years. That is that is a lot of prep. I mean, sure, you've gotten two comedy shows out of it, but. <laughs> A <laughs> lot of prep. Yes. Uh and uh and so you, you asked your young daughter what what her favorite T V shows were. Yeah,
1: I asked her what they what her favourite shows were and why. And um she gave us what I think could be Eye of the Beholder is entirely possible. But what is cute as hell as a response? Play school.
3: Why do you love play school? Because it's
0: my show. Why is it your favourite? Because it's so many kids.
3: There's so many kids. Do you like any other shows on Kelly? Um, yeah, great. He wants to Angelina Ballerina. Oh, Giggle and Hoot and Angelina Ballerina. And you also love Yo Gabba Gabba, don't you? Yeah. Why do you love them? Because they're so friendly.
0: Ah, oh, say bye, cutters. Bye, cutters. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to, or have just missed, Box Gutters.